the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Real Life Radio is brought to you by the offices of Dr. Robert Bass in River City Community Church. Grace and peace to you and welcome to Real Life Radio with Pastor Sean Azaro of River City Community Church in San Antonio, Texas. And that's a church that exists to help people find the real life they were created for. That's according to John 10.10. And we're studying the book of Philippians in the New Testament. And today's message is called An Eye on Heaven. You can follow along with the notes to this sermon at reallife.org when you click on the sermon archive link. So if you're ready right now, let's go ahead and study the Word with Pastor Sean Azaro. And this is Real Life Radio. Heaven. Man, getting this picture of heaven matters. A couple things about heaven that I think we've got to grasp. Number one, it's prepared for us. Heaven is made for us. Jesus said in John 14, 1 through 3, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me, in my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you also may be where I am. It was made for us. We read in Revelation, there's no suffering, there's no tears, there's no death. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a peace and a joy so intense, so prevalent that there's no suffering there's no tears it's just joy i want to suggest to you that heaven is a place with purpose listen to the scripture revelation 22 3 5 listen to some of the words it says no longer will there be any curse the throne of god and the lamb will be in the city and his servants will serve him make note of that phrase they'll see his face His name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light. And they will reign forever and ever. Make note of that phrase. They will serve and they will reign. One of the things as a kid growing up hearing about heaven, okay, um, while it sounds cool to be on a cloud and all, and I love to play a stringed instrument as much as anybody, you kind of get, okay, after the first couple hours, then what do we do? Is it going to be boring? I really, I had this concern as a kid. Oh my gosh, there's nothing just forever. We're going to, I love worship. I love singing. I love all that, but come on. Really? Is that all? Well, according to that scripture, no, it's not. And God doesn't unpack it for us, but I want to suggest you the things that make this life great will be greater in heaven and, and mission purpose is part of it. And that scripture seems to suggest that there will be a mission that we will serve and a God that will continue to serve practically. And that there will be this this reigning with him, this authority, this leadership. Heaven's a place of purpose. And, I mean, what the writer goes to such great lengths, John, in this vision and what the Lord showed him, it's beautiful beyond description. It's beautiful beyond description. No night. Colors. I mean, he's trying to describe, John's doing his best, and he's just like, it's pure gold like glass. And he's, he's making up 
things to try to describe it. It's pure gold, but it's like glass. Brian Chappelle tells of an African seminary student whose name was Lawrence, who for the first time in his elementary preaching class chose a text describing what we'll share when Christ returns and he ushers us to heaven. And he made these statements. He said, I've been in the U.S. for several months now, seeing great wealth that's here, the fine homes, the cars, the clothes. I've listened to many sermons in churches here too. I've yet to hear one sermon about heaven. Because everyone has so much in this country, no one preaches about heaven. People here don't seem to need it. In my country, most people have very little. So we preach on heaven all the time. We know how much we need it. I think that's what the Apostle Paul is getting at. I think that's what he's trying to nudge us to. There's something powerful that happens when we remember there's more. If you're taking notes, write this down because here's what I want you to take home with you. Enjoy the journey. Just don't forget where you're going. Enjoy the journey. Just don't forget where you're going. This is like a common problem. This is a problem I have when driving, actually. And anybody who's driven me, they say I'm a terrible driver. It's not true. I, like the rain man, am an excellent driver. Charlie Babbitt, Walbrook, excellent driver, excellent driver. I just like to enjoy the journey when I drive. And they say that wherever my eyes go, my hands go. Oh, look at over there. Look at the dog. Isn't that cool? Just the other day, Lori and I were driving. I was driving and, and we're just going down the road. And she goes, do you know where we're going? And the sad thing is I had to stop and think about it. Processing, processing. Yes, yes, I do know where we're going. And I realized why she asked, because that was the exit. <laughs> but I didn't say anything to her. I said, yes, I did. But I want to take a look at something down here. <laughs> I want to see if H-E-B looks the same. It's still there, as I had hoped. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Unless, of course, I run into somebody. Then it's not so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, sir, I think we've tapped into something deep there. We, somebody, can we have some ministry? <laughs> He's like, that happened to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, we can kind of chuckle about that, but what Paul is saying is if you forget the ultimate destination, you will suffer in the journey. He's telling us, I believe, that a secret a key to living the godly life that he says we should see examples of, that we should find examples of, that he teaches about in the scriptures. The key to living that life is remembering where we're heading. Remember where we're going. This has some really practical implications. Listen to this passage of scripture in Hebrews chapter 11. Remember Hebrews 11, is talk, we call it the hall of faith, talking about all these great people in scripture who did great things for God. They trusted God, they took journeys, they conquered enemies. I mean, they did big stuff. Listen to what it says of them in Hebrews 11, 13 through 16. It says, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They didn't receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. And they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on earth. Note those words. People who say such things show they're looking for a country of their own. If they'd been thinking of the country they'd left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were looking for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. These people were able to do these amazing things because they realized this isn't all. 
They realized they were citizens of another country, another place. And Paul says that recognition will radically impact how you live here on earth in such a way that it will help you grow in all the good things God wants to bring in your life, all the good fruit that we want to see. A key to realizing that is remembering we are citizens of heaven. Now, here's some secrets that I think are are suggested to living as citizens of heaven. Number one, don't get too bogged down in earthly things. Paul said that in a very critical way. Their mind was on earthly things. Don't get too bogged down in earthly things. We have, I think, this, this love-hate thing, if I can use that blunt of a term, with heaven sometimes. John Ortberg tells the story of uh, Professor Lewis Smeeds. He's also an author. And he would ask his students if they wanted to go to heaven when they died. And how many want to go to heaven when you Everyone would raise a hand. Then he'd ask, okay, be real honest now. Would you like to go today? How many want to go today? And, ooh, you know, a few of the real, uh, you, you know, the people I'm talking about, the ones always bucking for an A, they'd raise their hand. I do, professor. You know, whatever. But most of the hands would go down, and everybody's like, whoa, stop, think about that. I'm not sure. Then Professor Smeads would ask, who'd like to see the world set straight once and for all tomorrow? You know, no more common colds, sickness, no more uncommon cancers. Hungry people having plenty. No one lift a finger to harm another. We'd be at peace with everyone, even ourselves. Anybody interested in that? How many would like to see that? Every hand and the place goes up. Then Smeeds would point out, if that new world is what you really want, then heaven's where you would like to be. His point is every one of us has a longing for heaven in there whether we recognize it or not we something in us bucks against the stuff in this world that's wrong we we hate it we protest it we fight against it and that's normal because there's something in our heart wants something greater and Paul just says don't get too bogged down in earthly things because something in you intuitively knows you're created for something more You are created for something more. That's one of the big messages at River City Community Church. And you are listening to Real Life Radio with Pastor Sean Azaro. And this is a church that meets every Sunday morning at the corner of Redland Road in Jones-Maltzburg, just inside Loop 1604. You can find directions, details, and service times at the website reallife.org. And we'd like to take a moment to mention that today's program is made possible by the office of Dr. Robert Bass, Internal Medicine, which is located at 1202 East Sonterra, Suite 701, And the number for Dr. Robert Bass is 210-404-2650. And we'll be right back in one minute to conclude this message called An Eye on Heaven. And this is Real Life Radio. Decisions about your child's education are some of the most important decisions that you as a parent will ever have to make. Hi, I'm Sean Azaro, pastor of River City Community Church, and I'd like to introduce you to an exceptional new educational opportunity available here in San Antonio. We have recently partnered with Believers Academy to form the new River City Believers Academy, a school with a tradition of academic excellence and a vision to prepare students for real life. RCBA equips students with the academic tools to thrive in an ever-changing world, as well as the character and worldview to make the best use of those tools. Each child is unique, so our faculty is committed to using creative and innovative approaches in the classroom to engage different learning styles. River City Believers Academy is an affordable private Christian school dedicated to preparing your student to become a leader in his or her chosen field. We're accepting applications for the fall semester in all grades, from K through 12. 
For information, call 656-2999 or look us up on the web at BelieversAcademy.org. Welcome back, and we return to Pastor Sean Azaro of River City Community Church for the conclusion of this message, which can be downloaded for free at reallife.org, and you click on the Sermon Archive link. And this is Real Life Radio. Listen to what he wrote, Paul wrote in First, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, beginning at verse 16. He says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles. I like that word, light and momentary troubles. When was the last time I referred to my troubles as light and momentary? And then when I hear about the actual troubles that Paul had, I should use the phrase very light and momentary troubles. Our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal Glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary. What is unseen is eternal. Don't get bogged down in earthly things because what Paul says is it won't last. It's just stuff. It's just stuff. All the things that we wrestle over, that we fight for, that we, we hurt other people over, the stuff we obsess over, the stuff we spend all our time for, it's not going to last. Those chairs you're on are not going to last. I think they'll make it through the service, so relax. But we recognize that's not going to be here. This building, it's nice. It's a nice place to meet. I like it. It's not going to last. A hundred years from now, I don't think anyone's going to be meeting in this building. I mean, the stuff we worried about 20 years ago. It's it's probably nothing to us today. It, it doesn't matter. We obsess about stuff that's not going to last. It reminds me of the guy who, uh, the guy who who when he heard that he couldn't take anything to heaven, he didn't want to go, and he kind of has this bargaining thing with God. I want to go. I don't, if I can't take my stuff, I don't, and God's like, "You're serious?" And the guy goes, "Can I bring one suitcase?" And the guys and God's like, "Well, okay, I'll I'll give you one suitcase." This is not a true story. Some of you are like, really? I didn't know we could do that. That's, my goodness, I'm going to ask for that. One suitcase, and he fills it with gold, just packed with gold. He gets up to the pearly gates, and Peter's standing there, and Peter says, you can't bring anything into heaven. Put the, you can't bring that. And he goes, no, no, I made a deal with God. God said it was okay. Peter's like, well, that's highly unusual. Let me see, what do you got, what do you got there? He opens it up, it's full of gold. He looks at him and goes, why would you bring pavement? What, what, what is that? <laughs> Uh, it's, was it even worth the time that we took to share it? <laughs> this is the question. It's just stuff. That's the point. And folks, I want us to stop and consider. Don't, don't live your life for stuff that's not going to last. Don't get bogged down with stuff. Don't live for it. Don't get weighed down. We, so much we carry this stuff. And, it's, and, and, and we end up making huge mistakes because of the stuff. What would it be like to travel light? Our life here, our time here is a blip on the screen of eternity. Don't get bogged down with earthly things, with the stuff. Enjoy the journey. Just don't forget where you're going. A second secret to living as citizens of heaven is recognize that your life is eternal. Recognize that your life is eternal. That's what John 3.60 says. Whoever believes in him should have everlasting or eternal life. Death is not final. You are eternal. Everyone that you meet is eternal. Everyone will live for eternity, whether it is with God in his presence in that place called heaven that is defined by his presence, or if they're separated from God 
in that place that is defined by a, a total absence of God's presence and goodness, and it is called hell. We're going to live eternally. And that's one of those things that should shape. This isn't all. This isn't it. Death isn't the final word. I remember um, years ago, my mom suffered with cancer for a long time before she passed away. And it was, uh, it was a hard go. She, she, I mean, she had, gone on, she had been on chemotherapy longer than anybody her doctor had seen or heard about. She went on TV with him on a TV show to talk about it just because she had lasted so long on, on chemotherapy. And it was a hard journey, and she fought hard. She kept a great spirit. She led, I can't tell you how many people, to Christ through her sickness. I mean, she totally, through the whole thing, worked hard to keep her eyes on Jesus. But she was also fighting for her life. She loved her kids and grandkids and didn't think she was done. And I remember it was pretty close to the end. She was very, very sick. And she was really discouraged because she'd been fighting and she felt, I think, at this time what she was losing. And I asked her, I said, Mom, have you taken any time to stop and think? Heaven's just around the corner. I mean, I said that all the stuff we've we've talked about, all all the stuff that we've anticipated, the, the beauty, the joy, the presence of Christ in a different way, the family, have you just heaven Everything, the great adventure is right there. And at that time, she, wasn't, she, she said, she had to honestly say, you know, I, I've been fighting so hard, I, I haven't. But she came back to me later and said, you know, I thought about that. And she said, I am excited. It's like that feeling, it's like that feeling, you know, when you're going on vacation, and you can't really think about it when you're working and you're kind of ready to, trying to get everything ready, but when you get to the airport and you're finally, and you're just going to have the most incredible vacation, that anticipation, just like, yeah. I just needed to remind her the thing that she'd reminded me my whole life. This isn't all. This isn't all. There's something amazing. And for her at that time, I could say, and it seems like it's just around the corner. Recognize your life's eternal. This isn't all there is, so I don't have to hurry. I can slow down. I can focus on things that matter. And and by the way, what that means? Other eternal things. And you know what that is? God and people. When I look at other people who, folks, if I go by the world system, I will simply step on other people on my way to get stuff that's not going to last. I will step on people who are going to last, who are eternal, on my way to get stuff that's going to burn, rot, or rust. When you look in someone else's eyes, you're looking at someone who's eternal. This should change us. It should change our value system radically and in a great way. Paul said it this way in Philippians 1. We looked at it in our, our first couple of weeks of this series. Begin at verse 21. For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. If I go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I don't know. I'm torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. The best is yet to come. But it's more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Enjoy the journey, folks. Just don't forget where you're going. And last, and I'll wrap with this. Enjoy the taste of heaven that is ours every day. Here's the good news. Um, we don't have to just kind of hope afar off and go, man, I, it's going to be great. You see, the thing that defines heaven's presence, uh, is, defines heaven, is God's presence. It is Father's presence that makes heaven what it is. He is the light. He is where purpose and joy, it's all about Him. I remember I had to go out of town for a couple of weeks, one of the longest times I've been away, and I, I love Lori, my wife, and I love my kids when around. They were real little at the time. And uh, 
you know, I just had to be away. Lori got me this little picture frame that she put a picture of Lauren, and they were, this was their ages at the time. She's just three years old, holding Ryan, who's, well, they're still at the hospital. He's just an infant. And so you know how that is, the older sibling holding the kid. And, you know, he's just, all you see is he's like this little wrapped tortilla with his nose sticking out, you know. But this picture of her, and she had Lauren. She, she, it's a little thing where you could record and have her voice. And it was, it was Lauren's voice. Hurry home, Daddy, because we miss you. I still remember that. Oh, and I love that. You know what? In that little picture, the house wasn't in there. The cars, the lawn, the stuff. No pictures of our bank. <laughs> that would have been weird. <laughs> what makes home home is them. Oh, I love that little frame. I kept for years. It finally, that little battery died out. I found it actually like a week or so ago, and I pressed the button, and it still had a little of her little baby voice in there. It was kind of slow. It was like, hurry home, baby. But it was there. <laughs> I, it was still, I still listened. It was awesome. <laughs> but here's the good news. The point is I got to go home and be with them. What made, home, made it home was them. And the good news is what makes heaven heaven is Father. And listen to what Paul wrote in... 2 Corinthians 5, now it is God who's made us for this very purpose and has given us the Spirit, His Holy Spirit, as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Oh, we can rest in Him. We can embrace His peace. We can hear His voice and He'll remind you of what's to come. We can enjoy a taste of heaven by communing with Him. It reminds me of the story... I heard a long time ago of this missionary couple, an older missionary couple who had served in Africa for years. And it, it was back in the day when you couldn't come home every few years and kind of do itinerant work. You, you were there. And so after a lifetime in that ministry, their, their mission board sends a note, it's time to come home. They come home on a ship, which is how they traveled. And on their ship, coming home from Africa, coincidentally, it was on the same ship that President Teddy Roosevelt took back from one of his hunting trips. He was a big hunter. And uh, came back from Africa. So they didn't even realize it until towards the end of the ship a journey when they went into port and saw this crowds and obviously media people and bands, you know, playing music and everything. And they're like, what's the deal to some other passengers? Oh, President Teddy Roosevelt is up in the, one of the upper decks. Oh, cool. Well, as the as boats aboard, you know, first class passengers go off first and they disembark and then, you know, all the people that greet the president do the deal. And by the time this couple gets off, they're the last, on the last row of passengers, um, everybody's gone. The party's over. You know, it kind of just stuff laying everywhere from the president. And he, they get off the boat and the husband looks at his wife and just there's just this feeling. Their ride wasn't even there yet. There wasn't anybody to pick him up at this point. And he's like, it's not fair. This isn't fair. We go and serve God. We serve the mission field for a lifetime, and there's not even anyone here to pick us up. The president's gone for like two weeks hunting, and he gets that. It's not fair. There's not even anyone here to greet us when, when we get home. And very distinctly, both he and his wife heard a voice, almost as though it was audible. And the voice said, you're not home yet. When you get discouraged, when you look at this life and just go, God, this is the best there is. What, what's the point? Just remember that simple phrase the Apostle Paul would remind us, we're not home yet. We're not home yet, but we are at the end of this message called An Eye on Heaven. As you've been listening to Real Life Radio with Pastor Sean Azaro of River City Community Church in San Antonio, Texas, we hope you come visit soon. The church is located at the corner of Jones-Maltzberger and Redland Road just inside Loop 1604. 
with Sunday morning service times of 8, 9.30, and 11.15. And there's also a campus in New Braunfels that meets at 10.30. All the details and directions are at the website, reallife.org. And if you'd like to call the church, the number is 490-5262. Well, next Sunday is Father's Day, so do make sure you honor your father. Happens to be on someone's top 10 list somewhere. And again, we'd be honored if you joined us. As Real Life Radio is a service of River City Community Church and made possible by Dr. Robert Bass, MD, Internal Medicine, as next time we'll continue this study in the book of Philippians as it applies to real life. Decisions about your child's education are some of the most important decisions that you as a parent will ever have to make. Hi, I'm Sean Azaro, pastor of River City Community Church, and I'd like to introduce you to an exceptional new educational opportunity available here in San Antonio. We have recently partnered with Believers Academy to form the new River City Believers Academy, a school with a tradition of academic excellence and a vision to prepare students for real life. RCBA equips students with the academic tools to thrive in an ever-changing world, as well as the character and worldview to make the best use of those tools. Each child is unique, so our faculty is committed to using creative and innovative approaches in the classroom to engage different learning styles. River City Believers Academy is an affordable private Christian school dedicated to preparing your student to become a leader in his or her chosen field. We're accepting applications for the fall semester in all grades, from K through 12. For information, call 656-2999 or look us up on the web at BelieversAcademy.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.